Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 everyone. You are on live with the real Jenny on life. Today is Monday, February 14th, 2011. Yes, it is Valentine's Day, and I'm happy uh, to be here. I honestly, I have to tell you the truth. I went back and forth and back and forth on whether I was going to do this show live, you know, as as you know, to take time out of your day at a specific moment to do anything sometimes can be challenging based on other things in your life, and this is Valentine's Day, and I thought, well, you know, everyone would be terribly understanding um, if I didn't do the show, but what I have to realize, and I cannot be um, any more thankful for you all who are listening, is that I have a very large following that listens to the show on demand, and so that means that whether I did this show on February 14th in the morning, the afternoon, whatever, people just kind of expect that there would have been a show that happened today, even if they don't get a chance to hear it until Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whenever. So I thought, you know, it's probably really important that I make sure I keep my commitment um, to you all to have this Valentine's Day show. So this is a sacrifice. And I even had some thoughts about doing the show uh, pre, you know, to record it. But... I was like, no, you know what, you never know what may pop up from a new standpoint. So let me go ahead and do this show. So welcome everyone who are who are listening live. I can't again can't thank you enough. And I'm tickled that you join me every Monday at nine PM Central Standard Time. And again, I'm Jennifer Dr. J. Tebow. If you do want to dial into the show, really important, you've got some fun and funny topics to talk about. This is going to be a really light show. You can dial in at three four seven six three seven one eight three seven. Again, three four seven six three seven one eight three seven. I am not doing my simulcast today on Ustream. So I I have to give the old um let's see. Yes, yes, yes. I know that you all are upset about that. Um but this uh I am in the midst of changing up the whole setup of the of the Ustream and I may actually be leaving Ustream so that decision is going to be made in the next couple of days. So it just made a lot of sense for me to forego the live video feed and just continue and just focus on the radio show. And, you know, you all listen live. You all are, are loyal listeners. Uh, I, You know, there was a theory out there that I would have more people listening or watching the video stream versus listening to blog talk radio. And so, and I kind of, you know, I put my money, not real money, but put my suspicion on that I would have more people while watching the Ustream, the live video feed. And then as I continue to monitor numbers, because I'm always measuring everything I do, I realize I've got 
so many more listeners that that will listen to either on demand or live than the Ustream. So that's that. Uh, but while I'm on the topic, I might as well just go ahead and talk about it now. Um, while I'm on the topic, I am in the midst of restructuring the show, and it's actually going to even go through a name change. So I'm going to wait a few days before I reveal what all of that's going to look like and sound like and be like. Uh, but for sure, I am not leaving Blog Talk Radio. So you will still continue to be able to hear my live shows or my on-demand shows um, on a weekly basis at least a couple of times a week. So I did want to let you know that. But it's really fun and exciting with some of the interest in topics and in the format. Uh, we've decided for the show purpose to be able to kind of take it to the next level. So hopefully you will be able to see that. So next level, Valentine's Day. Well, you know, the first thing that happens, and I've been calling it V-Day all day, the first thing that happens is you've got all kinds of people sending all these cute text messages and, you know, all these things, right, happy Valentine's Day, happy Valentine's Day. And I thought, you know, uh, poor flowers have taken a hit because people just send text messages instead of sending roses and flowers. And so, you know, hey, guys, girls, and women, we still like flowers. So, you know, send the text and send the flowers, too. So <laughs> we do lots and lots all all year round. I, there was an, there was um, there were a few discussion points on Facebook out of my friends that I noticed. Some people argue the point that why bother to do uh, why is Valentine's Day such an important day where men have to really be focused on you know the women that they love or the women in their lives when you know why is this one day important as opposed to all of the days, you know, and I crack some jokes and say, well, heck, I mean, you, men are forgetful. They forget birthdays and anniversaries, so we got to make a big deal about a certain day. Now, but the reality is that's true. And so shout out to one of my Facebook buddies that, that brought that to uh, to everybody's attention. There was a lot of discussion on his stream about that particular topic. And so I do agree. If you're going to have love, there needs to be love all the time, 24-7, 365, um, not just on one particular day, which is, you know, a very much a, a holiday that is designed to help sell a lot of cards and roses and chocolates and vacation packages and spa packages and all that good stuff. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of commercial uh, kind of uh, feeling to the holiday. But the bottom line is as long as you are continuing to love the people that, that love you back, and you guys have a positive relationship, that's all that matters. St. Valentine or not, that is absolutely all that matters. So I thought I would take a unique twist on Valentine's Day um, and kind of look for the anti-Valentine's. Now, I'm not anti-Valentine's at all, but I thought, you know, there were some stories that kind of, uh, that came out today that you would believe that there would have been more Valentine stories, but this year I'm seeing a lot more anti-Valentine stories. So I wanted to kind of talk about that. The first one is, and it's a necessary, not necessarily in any particular order, but the first one's kind of interesting to me because it is about the Playboy Mansion. I want to know if you guys heard about what happened at the Playboy Mansion. So apparently, and I'm going to pull it up for some reason, I was so good to have taken it totally off of my radar. Um, but there was a, an, an, basically an IT conference. It was this global IT conference that happened. Um, and with this conference, 
they um, had several events, several nighttime events, right? So they have these nighttime events. Well, one of the nighttime events this past weekend was at, um, there was this benefit party at Hugh Hefner's, uh, at, you know, one of his mansions, right? And so kind of interesting. I'm like, what conference is that, that you have an event at the Playboy Mansion? I've, like, never been invited to that kind of conference. I am kind of shocked. So maybe I'm approved, but that seems um, like quite a stretch. I don't know how you take Internet and IT professionals and say that an event at the Playboy Mansion made sense, no matter what their goals, missions, and objectives were, but I'll leave it at that. Well, maybe it wasn't too correct for them to have this event because, 24 hours after the event happened, 170 guests that attended that event came down with, like, this terrible, terrible illness. And, you know, they've got fever and chills and, and you know, people just can't figure out, you know, what this outbreak really has to do with. Um, you know, they think it may have something to do with the water uh, but it's not confirmed. You've got Center for Disease Control and Prevention uh, that's kind of gotten involved in a multi-state thing since many of the guests of the 170 came from outside of the Los Angeles area. So you've got people, you know, that really have even come from outside of the United States. So the things that they're that they are recovering from is fever, a dry cough, headaches, and back spasms. It was characterized like some respiratory problems. So it's really wild, but 170 guests. So it's like, well, hmm, you know, they're talking potentially, um, you know, some bacteria that grows in warm water, maybe folks jumping in a hot tub. So, you know, why did this story fit the anti-Valentine's? Well, you know, there was a, um, there was a parody done of, uh, of the Little Rascals, and if you all remember it, Eddie Murphy uh, had this character, and he and he uh, he decided to to sing this song, "Looking Penub in All the Wrong Places," and I'm pronouncing it the way he sang it, probably botching it even uh, even to that extent. But I will say that you jump in the hot tub at the Playboy Mansion, and you were shocked. You came out with something. I mean, I mean, you're shocked, you know, like, wow, I can't believe I actually got sick. Really? The Playboy Mansion, known for a whole lot of things, and you're shocked. Hmm, okay. I certainly wish um, everyone well. I don't think anyone had any major illness to crop up, but, you know, thank goodness no one, no one there had any sort of preexisting lung condition that would have made something like that um, even worse. So it's it's uh, kind of scary. It may slow down some, and I say some in all capitals. It may slow down some of the of the debauchery that sometimes goes down at the Playboy Mansion. I'm not going to tell you I've been there. I'm just telling you that there is debauchery that tends to happen at the Playboy Mansion. So God bless those people in speedy recovery. All right. So now on to the next one. Now I entitled this one. Uh, love affair over. Okay, I'm not very creative on the title, but that's okay. All right, so Tiger Woods. I'm gonna switch to sports for a moment. Tiger Woods is, you know, as many people know, has not been doing very well out there on the green. Tiger Woods is out there, right? Just 
trying to do his thing. I believe he's in, uh, I want to say he's in Dubai. I could have that wrong. The the, uh, word Dubai might be in the name of this golf tournament, but I believe it was truly in Dubai over the weekend. On the 12th hole, Tiger spits, you know, just hawks up a good one and just lets it go. Well, you know, for those of you all who don't know golf etiquette, and I'm like just a step above barely knowing anything about golf etiquette, but as you know, there's not loud conversation, whispers, you know, not really cheers and oohs and ahs, just kind of watch, right? But you definitely, as a player, do not spit. And so if you get a chance, go online and Google it because you, you can actually hear the announcers go pretty much berserk because they cannot believe that he spit. And they went on and on about now somebody else may potentially have to put on the exact spot where he spit. And I'm thinking to myself, I mean, okay, fine, that is the golf etiquette, but it's spit. I mean, Lord knows what dog may have just been on that green before everybody got there and did far worse on the green than just spit. I mean, it's it's human spit. Sometimes I think we get so caught up in, in being so narrow and so focused that we don't realize sometimes what we're saying or, or how we're placing our perspective into the grand scheme of things. Uh, I think it's more so an indication that the love affair with Tiger Woods is absolutely over. And, and it's it's a shame uh, you know, he obviously, this is Valentine's Day. Shout out to Tiger, wherever he is. Hopefully he's with one person. Um, and that one is hopefully just with himself and loving himself and getting himself back on track with his life and his career. Uh, but this is probably, you know, this could have been a rough weekend to begin with. Now, just to add a little bit more to the story, Tiger did come back and apologize. So we do thank him for that. He said that immediately. He kind of said he didn't really know what he was thinking, and he said everyone is correct. That was inappropriate, and and I send my deepest apologies. So, you know, as much as people out there would love to kind of kick Tiger when he's down, hey, he basically said, look, I'm human. I, I don't know what I was thinking. Now, the truth of the matter is if Tiger does that during a tournament, you best believe there's some spitting going on on that golf course. And it's just not the etiquette when you're on television, and this is supposed to show, you know, the, the you know, all of the class, you know, of of the sport. But you best believe, I mean, I've seen it. Come on, the golf course. I mean, those of you who are on the golf course, you dial in and tell me what happens. I've been out there a few times. I see drinking, gambling, and everything else. Now, if you now if if you want to dispute that, call into the show three four seven six three seven one eight three seven because I'm telling you. The golf course can be gangster a little bit, depending on where you go. Now, people might be very proper. They may not raise their voice. But I've seen some golf games that a lot of money's on the line. I've seen some, you know, I've seen some foursomes that are three out the foursome that won't allow somebody else to play because the other person owes the rest of the group a ton of money. That's a little gangster to me. You know, I think sometimes the sport has kind of lost track of how the rest of the game is really played uh, on the regular. So I just kind of had to throw it out there that the reality of the sport is people spit on the green. Everybody knows that even the announcers, probably when they go golf and there's no cameras on, they're spitting and doing all kinds of things. But obviously the love affair with Tiger is definitely gone. So there was no mention of Tiger 
uh, and dating or any mistresses. So I, I consider that a win in in a Tiger's column because he's had so much talked about him for his love life. So this is actually a victory that if they're going to talk about something on Valentine weekend, it is him spitting on the golf green instead of doing a lot of other things. So I'm just going to leave it at that. All right, so on to the next one. Okay, so keeping in the sports theme, uh, yesterday, day before yesterday, uh, maybe a few days before, actually, I probably have my dates all kind of wrong. Uh, as many of you know, this year is the year of collective bargaining agreements as well as next year. So coming up in the beginning of March, March 3rd to be exact, at midnight, I believe it's March 3rd, March 3rd, March 4th, the National Football League's collective bargaining agreement is set to expire. And so players and, uh, or not players, but represented for the players is the NFL Players Association. So the NFLPA and the owners are in negotiation. I don't really call it a negotiation because it's really – I mean, I don't see where they're making concessions. I just see everybody's kind of talking bad about each other. That's kind of – I'm confused because that's not a negotiation. That's not even a conversation, but I'll get to that. And so, you know, they're in all of these talks, and when the Super Bowl was in Dallas, there was a big meeting that happened the night before Super Bowl. You know, look, look, guys, it was very convenient. It's when all the cameras were on. I thought it was a very convenient opportunity for both players – you know, both the player reps as well as the owners to show to the world, look, we're trying. But if you're a fly on the wall in those meetings, you realize they're not really trying. You actually realize uh, they don't really, they don't really care. So let me tell you what happened. So there was this meeting on February 5th. So this is when this actually happened. So February 5th, the negotiation is happening. And there's a man by the name of Jerry Richardson. If he sounds familiar, he is the owner of the Carolina Panthers. And he actually, during the meeting, mocked two NFL quarterbacks. And, you know, not two shabby ones at that, Peyton Manning and Drew Brees, uh, during their negotiation session uh, with NFLPA. Um, you know, a lot of people, you know, really touted this as a huge sign of disrespect, um, not only to the individual players, but to the league and to the spirit of the negotiations. So, you know, both sides were kind of stating their position, and and I'll read a quote to you. This is coming straight from uh, Sports Yahoo pages. Uh, the the writer is Mr. Jason Cole. Jason says that Richardson was extremely condescending to them, especially toward Peyton. Uh, this is also coming from a source, by the way, that's unidentified. Uh, it says it goes on to say that Richardson was the only person on either side who was contentious. So he, you know, he sounds like the Cleveland. Cavaliers owner to a certain extent, just better. So everybody else was respectful. They might have said, I disagree with your point, but at least they were respectful. And then it goes on to say that Richardson was not. So this is so this is what what happened. Um, apparently, Richardson was particularly sarcastic when Manning started to talk about player safety. Now, if if you're following the negotiation, that is a big point for players to talk about their safety, to talk about their health benefits, and the fact that they are putting their lives on the line and shortening their lives uh, by taking all of these hits. And so. Um, 
safety while they're playing is a concern and how their health care and their care post-playing days is, is a concern. And so the article goes on to say, at one point, Richardson evidently said, now when Manning brings up the point about player safety, Richardson says, what do you know about player safety? I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, that is just, that is absolutely ridiculous. So, you know, okay, so again, I I don't know what to say. So I call this one the love below because it's hitting below the belt. Number one. There is no love currently uh, that I can tell between owners and players. It's not it's not the players' fault. I you know I, I rarely take sides like this, especially on the show. But I'm going to take a side on this one. It's not the players' fault that the love is gone uh, between the players and the owners. I mean, day in and day out. Uh, you remember when Allen Iverson? I know I'm I'm switching sports for a moment, but you remember when Allen Iverson? talked about how he gives it his all. He lives and dies and leaves it all on the court. The same thing, I believe, holds true for NFL players who go out there on the field and they lay it all out on the line. Sure, you can say that, well, they're they're incentivized with their contracts, but, hell, I don't care how much you pay me. I'm not standing there and going to get hit by a 300-pound man, and I don't care if I weigh 290. I mean, there's just certain things people will and will not do. And so these players go out there for the sake of the sport, for entertainment, for longevity, for, you know, for their family financially. Uh, they go out there and they really risk a lot. And, you know, so if you ever question a player's motive, watch them play. If they step out on that field and they put themselves in harm's way sometimes, then there's no way that you question their love for the sport and their love for the system. Now, on the other side of the fence, um, there is a love that owners have, but I believe it's a love for profits. I don't, I mean, I think there are very few owners that truly have this love and interest in the players. And, you know, Andy Rooney being one of those, being one of those owners, you know, former owners that I believe has a love. But, I mean, if you really, I mean, what is their love? They get up in their air condition. They go to and watch practice probably from an air-conditioned area. Um, they do interviews, press conferences. They're on the phone a lot, making deals happen. At the end of the day, based on jersey sales and all and ticket sales and everything else, they collect a really nice check. And the worst that maybe happened to them was that their foot got stepped on and they got a paper cut. I mean, really? So their love is a little different. So we've got misplaced love. It's misguided love on both sides. Um, and so, you know, it is unfortunate. I think the negotiations will continue to be completely off track because both sides are negotiating from a different, a completely different position. Uh, for owners, and I, I talked about this last week, Marcellus Wiley said it best um, on on ESPN. He said, for owners, Owning owning a franchise typically is a side job. It's a hobby. It's, you know, it's an expensive one, but it's a hobby for them. They have another. They have other sources, main sources of income and of money. But for players, this is their main source of income, and so both are negotiating um, out out of a different position of love for the sport, longevity, what have you. So it's really sad to see owners really attack players. Um, you know, that's one of those where I wish I could kind of redirect Tiger Woods' spit 
uh, to Richardson. And I know that sounds cruel and mean and everything else, but how dare you talk about a player that helped to make the entire league money? I mean, really. I mean, Richardson should not even be allowed to even come back into the negotiation based on that. I mean, absolutely, how dare you talk about any of the players that helped to make the entire league money. And of all the people, Peyton Manning, and Drew Brees, I mean, of all the quarterbacks, I'm not saying that there's one that, you know, it's okay to, to, to throw them in there, but of all the quarterbacks, I mean, Richardson, who are you going to talk about next? You want to reach back and talk about Roger Staubach too? I mean, you're on a roll. You might as well. I mean, I just can't imagine it. So, anyway, any rate, yeah, so, and also, in case you haven't figured out, there's just no love here as well uh, for Richardson and for that circumstance. So, I'll wrap that up by saying that is the love below. So good luck uh, to the negotiations. You guys start getting to a moment where you can truly negotiate, and I think you'll start to make some progress. But at the end of the day, player safety is important. I cannot stress that enough. Uh, We as fans cannot continue to root for something that jeopardizes a person's life um, or their potential to earn income and function regularly uh, throughout the rest of their lives. So we've got to also have some responsible fanship as well and request the things we watch uh, also have safety as a part of it for those who are entertaining us. All right, so now moving right along, uh, and really interesting. So, again, it's Valentine's Day. So what happens a lot um, on Valentine's Day and weekend, and, of course, it's always fun when Valentine's is, is, is wrapped around a, a weekend, is that people go out, right? And then a lot of times what happens, if you're not with someone or just maybe you guys aren't going out that night, sometimes, you know, men and or women individually, they'll go out, right, because they're looking for nubs. We're going to go back to that, right? So <laughs> this man, um, let's see, let me let me pull it up because it was really sad. Okay, this happened in Florida over the weekend. Uh, This Florida man was arrested over the weekend after he allegedly started a bar fight because he was angry. He had just bought a group of women a round of drinks. Now, the only thing about this is that they really weren't women. Um, They were transgender, uh, not transgender, excuse me, that is not the right word. They were transvestites. So um, I guess this club was dark maybe, and maybe he didn't have a lot of experience. The man's 27 years old, um, and he was in Naples, Florida, to be exact, um, in this bar, and he saw these beautiful women. Um, apparently they were in drag, and he, you know, sends them these drinks and finds out that they're men, and he goes, and one of the titles of it says that uh, he went ape. I mean, they say he just went absolutely crazy when 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 he figured out that uh, that the drinks that he bought were for men, and you know, it sounds like there were some drinks involved with him that he had had a couple of drinks prior to looking at these very hot transvestites and buying them some drinks. But I mean, he went big style. I will give him that. He just didn't buy one. He didn't pick out one transvestite. He bought drinks for all of them. Okay, all of them. So he wasn't just wrong one time. He was wrong for the whole group of them. And, um, ooh, it's just really, boy, it's one of those you just hate to be wrong. You know, I don't like to be wrong, but, ooh, 
I really don't want to be wrong when it comes to that. So transvestite. So he he went to jail. Apparently, uh, a knife. Uh, the cops found a six-inch hunting blade uh, that uh, that the man had. Hernandez was his last name. Um, and so it just, ooh, it just was ugly. I I can't say anything of that except for you know maybe that's when dating services um, come in handy because at least maybe you can feel better that the person that you're online dating maybe at least is the right gender. Now, they might have put the wrong picture and all that, but hopefully you at least get the right gender that you're looking for. Now, I'm not saying anything's wrong with doing same-sex relationships. It's not for me, but um, if you're looking for opposite-sex relationships, I think the last thing you want to do is realize that you are starting to cultivate a same-sex relationship. So at any rate, Mr. Hernandez, I sure hope you make it out. It's a shame because your uh, mugshot has made it everywhere all over the net, so I'm sure your buddies are not letting you live that down on Valentine's Day, uh, no less. And so I, I just wanted to say that. And then really quickly, you know, this this whole Egypt thing, I just want to say that I've got about 90 seconds. Uh, lots of turmoil going on there certainly I don't see a lot of love There's a lot of interest in new blood and restoration in Egypt they just not quite getting it right through a whole lot of conflict and protesting and fighting so I'll talk about it more next week or on the next show but I just wanted to bring that up you guys pay attention to it because I want us to have an active discussion next time if, if it is at all possible all right, well, that's it. That is the Valentine's Day show, 2011. I hope that you could feel the love or the anti-love and the anti-Valentine's Day as we kind of talked about Playboy, Tiger Woods, uh, Players Association, and the owner's negotiations or lack thereof, and then the poor man that bought drinks for the transvestite, for the drag queen. So at any rate, you guys have a an absolutely wonderful evening. Enjoy your Valentine's Day. Love yourself first so that others can love you back. This is Jennifer Dr. J. Tebow and you've been on live with The Real Jenny on Real Life where we keep it real every Monday at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. I will see you all next time. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.